If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Well, they are hungry and ready to devour any prey. Uh, the Akatachis uh, of Upokuwari School are seeking to end their 21-year trophy drought as they clash at the grand finale of the National Science and Mass Quiz with Presec Legon and also Achimota School on Monday. We have the latest uh, coming your way. These are more uh, on the polls here on Join Your Show. The polls is always brought to you by Global Communities, Digni Lu, Affordable Safe Sanitation. We're on DSTV Channel 421, Go TV Channel 125 on Facebook, YouTube, and also at myjoyonline.com. I'm blessed as well. Thanks for joining us. We're back with details. Please stay. This afternoon, the minority in Parliament is blaming the recent persistent power outages on government's indebtedness to the tune of some $20 million owed the West African uh, company, gas pipeline company, which is WACO. Gritco in a statement uh, released some $20 million owed the West African uh, company, gas pipeline company, which is WACO. Gritco in a statement uh, released of trade and also support local businesses to flourish. He spoke to Joy Business at the launch of the transfer 
uh, Freedom Account in Ghana. The Transfer Group seeks to introduce to the Ghanaian market a safe and secure platform of receiving and sending money across several countries. 50 megawatts shortfall of power at peak time, uh, plunging several parts of the country into darkness. Member of Parliament uh, serving on the Mindset Energy Committee in Parliament, Edward Barr. So you just said it right that uh, from Wednesday and Thursday, we've actually been having this shortfall in terms of the peak power. So Thursday, Wednesday, for instance, was around 760, uh, 600 megawatts. Mm. And then on Thursday, it decreased to 550 megawatts. So we are just saying that if this issue continues, we are going to have different outages across the country. Yeah. But this is what is happening. You know of the West African gas pipeline, which is WAPCO. The WAPCO is the company running this gas pipeline. Around from Nigeria to Benin to Togo, Ghana, and, and somewhere around Ivory Coast. We know that Ghana has been benefiting because we're part of the pioneers who started this project. So what we do is that we get gas from using this same pipeline from, uh, you know, Nigeria, transports gas, transfer gas from Nigeria to Ghana. And then also, we also transfer what we call the reverse transfer or transport from the western corridor of the country back to uh, Tema. What happened is that we have abundance of gas in the western uh, part of the country, but we cannot use it there. So what we do is that we, we pleaded, based on some negotiations with WACO, that they should allow us to use their pipeline to do some reverse transfer of our own gas mm -hmm. uh, from the western corridors of the country to Tema so that plants uh, in Tema can have access to gas for production. And so we are actually have to pay tariff on, you know, transport of gas from Nigeria to Ghana, and then also the reverse transport for, of gas from uh, um, the western corridors of the country to Tema. And that has actually resulted in the accumulation of debt. Mm -hmm. And per our sources, and what we know so far, the last time that we checked these figures, uh, as of, you know, somewhere around two months ago, uh, the debt was around $13 million. That was the amount that Greco was actually owing WAPCO, and they were expecting some sort of disbursement, which did not come. Some few weeks down the line, we've seen this um, uh, uh, debt actually going up from that $13 million to now $20 million, an increase of about $7 million in the span of just some few uh, weeks. It was about uh, 53, 54, 53% yeah. rise in terms of the amount mm -hmm. that we owe um, you know, WAPCO. They are not happy about this situation. Mm. They want their money to be paid. And if we do not have access to the, the gas pipeline, it's going to cause a lot of problems across the country. Uh, and, uh, of course, many are looking at the implication of this and how uh, far-reaching uh, this whole um, thing might get if, if the debt is not settled as, far, as soon as possible. Mm. Um, how much time do we have in terms of well, setting well, the well, bills for that, and, getting, depend, and getting the plans to run again? We depend on the negotiations between... WAPCO and GRIDCO, if they, they are going to buy some time. But already we know the problem going on. IPPs, they have a problem with government. They, they, they actually, you know, a caution that they were, they were going to warn that they were not going to uh, produce power. Then we have this WAPCO situation as well. IPPs, we know it's as a result of the debt restructuring going on. They are not happy with the situation. Government says come for a haircut. They say they are not willing. Government is now doing a negotiation with them where they pay some sort of money, uh, some sort of disbursement in the first 
some months ago, expecting them to continue with the production. I so okay. IPPs are not happy. We have these problems from um, you know WAPCO, so we are actually facing a double whammy at the same a double whammy at the same time. And as a country, if you look at what happened yesterday, myself, I wasn't so sure why I had to sleep in darkness for about eight hours or nine hours. So it's, it's a dire situation that we find ourselves in at the moment. We have to work hard to resolve and negotiate with WAPCO and get them to have to get us access to the gas pipeline as soon as possible. Uh, and that's bringing to mind issues surrounding um, the point about the restructuring with the IPPs and their offer yeah. uh, on the table. Mm. Uh, how crucial would the negotiations be, uh, knowing that uh, these IPPs already have some challenges with the um, austerity plans by the IMF, the need to cut down on, t on take or pay, and knowing that we're at one of our most vulnerable points mm. now, they would want to exploit that. So some of the PPAs that we signed actually resulted as having this judgment debt of 140 million with Trafigura. We have not paid them. And some of them, they were expecting their monies, but we, we told them that they should come for a restructuring. What happened is that government introduced what we call the cash waterfall mechanism, where it's going to allow those that we owe in the energy sector to have access to some sort of liquidity as and when they need it. But at the moment, it looks as if government is not going according to the plan that they signed with the power producers, the cash waterfall mechanism. And if you look at the data as a country, even if you look at just um, excess capacity, power that we generate and we don't use, we are talking about some $500 million that we are paying every year. We are adding it to our debts because of power that we generate and we don't use. Mm. The energy sector has been actually outlined in the IMF program as one of the sectors adding so much yeah. to Ghana's debt stock. And we are looking at a, a, you know, an addition of almost $1 billion each year. Mm. And IMF, is, IMF and the World Bank all wants us to look at the energy sector debt at the moment, restructure certain things, even with the $2.5 billion that the IPPs claim we owe them, there's some sort of back and forth as to whether the correct amount is $2.5 billion. Okay. So there's a lot of debt hovering around our energy sector. And this WAPCO situation, if we do not solve it, $25 million at this point in Ghana's history or economic situation is a significant amount of money. And coughing it up will be very difficult. Okay, uh, let, let's bring in uh, energy consultant Kujopo, who is joining the conversation via phone now. Thank you, sir, for spending some time with us. Uh, I understand you have some concerns about where we are now. Uh, first off, what's your projection about how long uh, these problems uh, might last? Uh, looking at the fact that uh, government is yet to settle the bills. Um, I don't think. Uh, good afternoon, and good afternoon to your viewers. I don't think um, WAPCO is asking for all the bills to be paid today. I think um, every time some of these issues come up, everybody's quick to mention government. I don't think it's government. You know, there are institutions, there are individuals who are not doing their work. Let's mention their name. GMPC is the institution that signed the contract. They own the molecules, and the molecules that go through the West African gas pipeline is to be paid by GMPC. When WAPCO people send emails to GMPC to even discuss the indebtedness, GMPC don't respond. So what has government got to do with this? 
What's, what I mean, we keep throwing out government, government, government to make it look like the president is the one who's supposed to go around to every department and do the work for them. So please, let's put this in perspective. Yes, there's an indebtedness from GMPC to WAPCO. WAPCO is not getting any joy having that indebtedness resolved, so they cut their supply. I know there has been some meetings, and I personally have even speaking to the executive director at um, PRC, right? And I've asked the PRC Ishmael to look at it, because what it is, as my, my brother on the line said earlier, is that the cash waterfall is to address some of these um, value chain um, problems. So everybody in the value chain needs to be paid some money. The WAGOK, which is the weighted average of gas, uh, the cost of the transportation is built in there. So when me and you pay for electricity, we are supposed to pay that aspect of the, the, the bill that goes through GMPC to WAPCO. Now, somebody somewhere in GMPC is not doing their work or somebody sitting somewhere is not transmitting the money to WAPCO. And even if GMPC is not getting the money through the cash waterfall, they should be able to go and chase that money and pay WAPCO. Yeah, so, so it's a matter look, of policy then? Why is no, it's a matter of not, somebody not, doing not, it. Not what policy? The policy is that when the cash waterfall, money comes into the basket, everybody is paid. If somebody is not doing their work, that is why WAPCO is not being paid. So I, I really don't like this thing where we throw government out there every time there's a problem. There are individuals not doing their work, that is why WAPCO is not being paid. So I, I really don't like this thing where we throw government out there every time there's a problem. There are individual platforms, people are, uh, are real, some of them are very fake. So what you have to do is to try and, the first thing is try and gather as much information as you can on the person. Especially when uh, you are beginning to be close to the person. The second thing is if you can discuss it with people, like just discuss it with a friend. Sometimes I tell my friends that if you are in a relationship... No, but the GMPC has a boss. GMPC has a board. GMPC has a board chairman. So why would you mention government? Yeah, is the MD of GMPC. He's not doing this... Looming crisis. Well, I don't think it's a looming crisis. There are uh, indebtedness in the sector. We have known this for some time. There are steps to address it. Like I said today, I myself spoke to Ishmael to try and um, get to the bottom of it. If uh, the money is being sent to GMPC and GMPC is not paying WAPCO, PRC should make uh, attempts to make sure that WAPCO is paid directly from the cash waterfall to stop that bottleneck whereby they are sending emails and nobody is responding to them. So we need to address the problem. I don't think it's a looming issue. It is a wake-up call for the ministry and PULC and everybody to sit up and do their work. So um, I think some of these things happen and it, it gets people like us and you, the media, to highlight it. And it's a, it's a good conversation. But for me, we need to basically name and shame the people who are not doing their work. Okay. Because okay. yesterday, people were in darkness and as a result of what? Somebody's not doing their work. Mm. Uh, we, we wait to see what the outcome will be. Grateful for spending some time with us, energy consultant Kojo Foku, uh, speaking to us there. Uh, Kofi, we need to go. Uh, w w what are the marching orders now? Are we to expect, say, um, a, a load shedding <laughs> timetable in the coming days? Uh, because Gridco has been attempting to explain yeah. what's happening now. Yeah. Does it look likely that so, that will happen? So, so, first of all, we are expecting a statement from WAPCO very soon. And then also the reason why we are not so sure of a timetable is because ECG itself is not so certain 
of how this whole thing is going about so they can draw a timetable. Mm. Because yesterday, yesterday was around 550 megawatts. Two days ago, 600 megawatts. So it's not really still. Yeah. It's been fluctuating over the days, and it will be difficult to actually draw a timetable. And so we find ourselves in a very difficult situation. But what we know, mm. because we are talking about two entities here or yeah. two groups here, First, WAPCO's decision not to give us access to the mm. pipeline. And then also IPPs who have actually gone down the radar. We are not really talking about them, but I'm sure that they still stand by their decision not to restructure that $2.5 billion they claim mm. government owes them. Mm. So if you look... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. At our energy situation, for instance, our total uh, installed electricity generation capacity is around 5,481 megawatts. That's as of 2021. Yeah. Dependable capacity, that's what we actually usually use, is around 4,975 megawatts. Mm. It's about, you know, um, look at IPPs, their installed capacity is 4,132. So it means that IPPs control about 83.1% of our dependable capacity and then also 75.4% of our total generation capacity. And that's where the danger is. That's where the danger is. Uh, let, let's see how all of this uh, will pan out. The minority, in fact, has been waiting into this matter, indicating that President Kufado must institute an inquiry uh, into events uh, leading to the cancellation, for instance, of the GCPC uh, power agreement. The termination of that contract has led to the award of some 140 million US dollars in judgment debt against uh, the state with Ghanaian properties abroad uh, to risk of being uh, auctioned to defray the debt. But the NDC MP for Pro is the who is a former power minister, Kovina Donko, says the explanations are not enough in that a full-blown investigation uh, or presidential inquiry alongside parliamentary probe can help Ghana learn uh, from, you know, for, for the future as well. He's been speaking uh, to the press in parliament. First of all, I call for two inquiries. One at the level of the presidency. The president might institute an internal inquiry to unravel what led to this. You see, Cabinet, cabinet is advisory to the president. Cabinet is not the final decision taker of the land in terms of executive power. Cabinet is advisory to the president. So the president in cabinet is a different business because then the president has the power. And that is why I'm calling on the president to institute an internal inquiry. For two reasons. To know where we really went wrong in terms of the process and what lessons that we have to learn as a nation at the level of the executive to avoid a recurrence going, going forward. Ghana is a going concern. So that is one. Then at the level of the legislature, since the decision to terminate was taken by the executive arm of government, 
it is the legislature that has oversight responsibility over the executive. We also have to set up an inquiry to find out who was culpable and why this happened and why we've been saddened or we've been burdened with over $140 million uh, liability. Well, there's more from Dr. Corbin Adonko, who says that the arguments about excess capacity does not make sense as the country uh, could export the excess bar to neighboring countries. Yes, what he had to say. The Amandi and the Jacobson plants, the government decided that, okay, rather than come on stream in year X, you come on stream in year X plus two, and you come on stream in year X plus three. And exactly that happened. So this plant could have also been delayed if we were so minded. But I sincerely believe that we went about this wrongly. And there may be reasons that I do not know why they decided that this particular contract should be terminated. But even in terminating, we were so incompetent in process. Even in termination, we displayed incompetence in following the process set out by the contract. And that is part of our problem. Okay, so will there be a parliamentary probe into this matter? Fortunately to have uh, the Honourable Samuel Atacha, who's joining us via Zoom now, also a member of the Energy uh, Committee in Parliament. Thank you, sir. And you've been inundated with uh, a number of probes already uh, looking into uh, some other aspects of uh, national discourse. But now the point about traffic and what's happening to the state, we are uh, at the risk of losing... Uh, state properties and interest abroad uh, simply because we are not able to pay this $140 million uh, in judgment debt. First of all, you're a lawyer as well. Your own assessment about the kind of defense we've put in and uh, leading us to where we are today, was this avoidable in your view? Uh, we seem to be having a challenge with you, sir. If you could uh, kindly unmute um, your microphone so we can hear uh, the points you're sharing with us, sir. Can you hear me now? Loud and clear. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would want to accept that I wouldn't want to do any post-mortem as to what has happened. Mm. But what I've been, I've been, I've, I've, I've been told in the strongest term that won't plunge the nation into doing so. So every solution that is needed to solve the problem will be solved. Because half the time, the cheapest way to go is to apportion blame and the rest of them. But the real thing is to find a solution. And um, the minister and the government are poised to resolve the problems and the difficulties we are facing. Mm. But the good news is that it is not the timetable of this nation that be pledging to do so. That's all I have to say for now. And, and I recall that at the start of your uh, the formation of your government, the NPP government, you were heavy on uh, reforming or perhaps um, uh, reassessing the kinds of energy deals that we were signing at the time uh, as a state. L- looking back, do you feel that that policy perhaps uh, w- w- was was made in a hasty manner, uh, and and the need for us now to um, rework all of the appro- approach and posture? 
that you adopted at the start of the formation of this government? Well, initially, there was that posture. But if you care to know, look at Mary. Mm. It was negotiated positively for the benefit of the country. So it was not a whole say setting aside of everything that NDC did. But it was a kind of bespoke way of solving the problem. So I don't believe that um, there is anything, but it was a kind of bespoke way of solving the problem. So I don't believe that um, there is anything. To debt, the interest rates that these countries uh, pay on their debt is... A serious government will not sit by for it to happen. So some of the negotiations were good. On top of my head is that Mary, and we are the beneficiaries of it. Uh, the point about excess capacity power but you, you sign for me that is if it causing financial loss to the state so therefore we should look at our need and then the financial arrangement it's a combination of the two which will make a lot of economic sense for the future of this country those that because of whatever do not have an arrangement in which you are signing contracts and you will see that if power is generated you don't use it you pay for it I think it's very pregnant to commercial things here. Right. Uh, we're just hearing from the minority side uh, of the House. They are first of all... Uh, I think it's very pregnant to commercial things here. Right. Uh, we're just hearing from the minority side uh, of the House. They are first of all... Uh, 19 pandemic Russia's war against Ukraine seem to have fairly handled the impact and not attain a debt distress status. So again... In cutting down or perhaps revising some of these contracts. Your response? Well, they, they, they say that, that the pot calling the kettle black. If you look at... And, and how long are you projecting that, that this situation might persist? Uh, you, you, you'd have to take that point for us again. Kindly unmute, sir, uh, one, one more time. Well, I, yes. I don't have the technical... Hello, sir. Uh, just, just make that point for us. Kindly unmute and, Hello, and make yes, loud and clear now. I was asking about the estimated time, perhaps, that per the official reports that you're receiving on this. Well, I've not received any official report on the matter, but right. I can assure you that um, it will be resolved. I do not think that um, um, we're going to go back into the situation that we plan into permanent darkness and for years. I think they will resolve it as quickly as possible. Because this is the policy direction of the government, that it will be inimical to the economy and the arrangements to find ourselves in to plan the nation back to the government. Kojo uh, was just joining us a couple of minutes ago, uh, asking that we call out the officials of JNPC uh, for negligence of duty. Do you share the same view that they might have slept on the job, a reason for which we're where we are today? I do not think so. You know, Anybody who has a sense of this nation, I mean, should know that there are cash challenges. The fact that I even went to IMF should let you know that we have serious financial challenges we're looking at. If you look at it from that perspective, if you have patience for um, issues to bounce back, challenges we're looking at. If you look at it from that perspective, if you have patience for um, issues to bounce back. The money that we borrow, we have to go back and pay for them. We, we go in for uh, dollar-denominated loans, so when the, uh, the currency depreciates, our currency... I'm telling you that he's done the U.S. just for us. 
the energy sector is concerned. But when you have financial challenges, as we find ourselves in, at the same time, you must just for us, the energy sector is concerned. But when you have financial challenges, as we find ourselves in, at the same time, the consumption of locally, uh, uh, locally produced products in our country. We are not enhancing the production of agriculture where we help the farmers in order to, for them to make commercial farming and do the kind of industrialization that we want to do. So we, we hope workshops, we talk about issues, but we do not, unfortunately, implement them. Well, according to the African Development Bank report, external debt accumulation was facilitated by a rise. Please credit them with wisdom that they will not plunge us into darkness because then it will worsen the crisis of this nation. So if they have to squeeze water out of stone. Peace along border communities of the northern part of the country. The center, in its violent extremism vulnerability report last year, cited the northern parts of Ghana, of the country, as a hotspot for violent extremism vulnerability report last year, cited the northern parts of Ghana, of the country, as a hotspot for violent That will give us the returns that we need. At the end of the day, the country will go back to borrow. And once we borrow to pay... Violent extremists uh, from the Sahel parts uh, of the sub-region through the northern borders could jeopardize national security. Well, in a bit to forestall, do we need peace ambassadors at this point? Well, uh, at the moment, uh, the story doesn't look good enough in the northern parts of the country. Uh, of course, you highlighted the issue of Boko. Boko is just uh, part of the mix of security challenges in terms of unresolved chieftains and ethnic conflicts in northern Ghana. Uh, we're seeing pervasive situations of you know, youth unemployment and uh, situations what we describe as pervasive, pervasive you know, yeah. uh, insecurity or criminal subculture within employment and uh, situations what we describe as pervasive, pervasive you know, yeah. uh, insecurity or criminal subculture within data controllers who are yet to be picked up by the commission. I'm joined by uh, Sylvia Pia, who is chief executive officer of information governance. You know, income sources. Yeah. Uh, you just saw the report by the UNDP that indicates that last year uh, in particular, uh, over 850,000 people in this country have been pushed into the national a series of activities that are drawn from the national... Yeah, ...who is chief executive officer of information governance. You know, income sources. Yeah. Uh, you just saw the report by the UNDP that indicates that last year uh, in particular, uh, over 850,000 people in this country have been pushed into the national a series of activities that are drawn from a national framework for preventing and countering violent extremism uh, by the Minister of National Security. And so we have dr um, drawn a program out of that framework uh, in line with the, you know, the U.S. Uh, strategy for security. And so we have dr um, drawn a program out of that framework uh, in line with the, you know, the U.S. Uh, strategy for and together with this national framework, we have drawn a series of activities in the northern part of the country. We're seeking to engage in building people we call peace ambassadors and local community actors. And we follow up with dialogues when to join ISIS, ISIS when to yeah. recruit vulnerable people. They take advantage of such narratives, weaponize those narratives, and recruit vulnerable people. And we want to be able to build resilience against those situations. Uh, what? So if you draw so much on the issue of, you know, the, the approach in terms of the, you know, combat on the ground, you actually would create tax day is coming oh no 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Counterproductive outcomes. And we have seen that play out very, very poorly in, within the Sahel. Uh, within the Sahel, we've seen the huge situation of counterproductive outcomes as a result of you know, combat measures, militarized approach dealing with violent extremism. In many parts of this, this space, what we're seeing, the terrorism we're seeing is a failure of state security, mm-hmm. state actors to provide what we call the entitlements of citizenship, issues of job creation, providing social amenities, building a stronger culture in terms of goodwill between security services and local population and dealing with vulnerabilities along the borders. These things are... In Burkina Faso uh, and and, uh, the possibility of having these um, spillover effects uh, affecting us much more because we're closer uh, to this country. First of all, what's been your assessment after the last report you issued assessing the situation, the vulnerability uh, levels in the area? And what are the effective tools in tackling it, aside what you're doing? Mm. Yes, uh, I think that uh, the president, His Excellency, uh, is spot on when he talks about the spillover effect. We've seen the spillover effect uh, happen between the borders of Mali and Burkina Faso, and that's why we're seeing the pervasive situation in the country. The spillover effect happened in the modern northern borders of Benin, northern borders of Togo, northern borders of phenomenon on our northern borders. And Boko is in focus in this particular instance. And so we have to do very well to show, ensure that we build resilience against that. But in terms of the vulnerability internally, uh, the issue of inter-ethnic clashes and tensions, the vulnerabilities around that is huge. Uh, since the last report we issued, we've seen a lot of intervention. There are a lot of interventions in the northern part of the country, and that includes state actors and non-state actors, and more especially uh, programs that are sponsored by international organizations, including the USAID and other partners in that space. What we are not seeing, it's more of what we are actually doing now. We need to scale up. What we're doing is significantly very, very woeful in terms of this capacity to build the resilience that we're looking at. Mm. The inter-ethnic clashes, the vulnerabilities around that is huge. In the Savannah region, for instance, there are a lot of inter-ethnic issues that we need to resolve. And the Flani factor is a big factor. Look at the northern region. It's the same thing. The upper east region, the upper west region. I was in, in many of these instances, example, in the place, uh, place like Bongo, sorry, it's closer to Bongo, the Bongo area. The issue of the Flani integration is a big, big national issue that we have to raise to national level to ensure that there's enough focus on that. Other than that, we could be ambushed by time, and we, it might be too late to act Let, on that. Let's exploit that uh, a bit, uh, because you are describing this as a national crisis. Why do you feel that Fulanese, or uh, as many will call them, these nomads or nomadic headsmen, should be of national importance to us, particularly when the criticism is that they usually move from other West African countries. They are not originally Ghanaians as, as the speculation is. There's, there's a lot of um, 
I, I, I will use that as you get a better word away from propaganda about what uh, the Fulani ethnic group consists of or what it means to us or what they should mean to us. Uh, of course, they constitute the largest nomadic you know, group, pastoralists uh, in our region. And so a, a significant number of them do not have a stationary you know, place of abode. And so they move from place to place, especially those who are cattle headers. But there's a significant number of uh, Fulani uh, community members who are not nomads, who are not you know, pastoralists and they engage in the category of people. Mm-hmm. What the problem is, is like teachers, tradesmen, I mean, consultants and all that, yeah. and yet we box all of them into one single category of people. Mm-hmm. What the problem is... And the, and, and the choose to hold the hand of data controllers to do this. So all organizations, we will, I mean, as I'm speaking now, we are delivering uh, practitioner training this week, so I don't go to our sites which is www.infogovgh.com uh, to, to register or, or to book an appointment to talk to one of our uh, uh, consultants uh, uh, to start the journey of compliance. Or indeed, reach out to the commission and find out how you can uh, attend one of these courses or what, how you can appoint a data protection supervisors. Uh, small organizations that um, may not necessarily be in a position or have a capacity to train individuals to, to become equipped to uh, deliver data protection training. We offer something called the data protection supervisor where we hold their hand or we become their nominated data protection practitioner um, and, and on, the, on the compliance journey that I've mentioned briefly about. So there is help out there and that is where, where information governance comes in. All right, very important. Thank you so much, uh, Sylvia Pierre, Chief Executive of the... A long time, even people who should know better seem to latch onto this and it continue to deepen that culture of discrimination mm-hmm. and marginalization against them. I come from the northern part of the country and even through registration and, and, and I mean, uh, the national identification or registration, when he got to his stand, the officer asked him, they looked at him because he looked different, said, uh, are you a flying He said, yes. So said, okay, uh, please stand here. So he stood there. The next person to him is a co-worker from the office who is also of, you know, the, um, I mean, ethnic group from Burkina Faso. So he registered and she attended to him. And whilst... Never miss a moment of Wizards action with Monumental Sports Network. Get live games and stat tracking, plus new shows and your favorite personalities all in one place. Learn more at watchmonumental.com. So he registered and she attended to him. And was attended uh, before you attended to him, and the lady took offense from Burkina Faso. So he registered and she attended to him, and was attended uh, before you attended to him, and the lady took offense. Another increment in the price of the object, mm. and, and, and that is that is quite uh, bad for consumers, unfortunately. Very bad for consumers, um, that's true. And all this happening as uh, we gear for the implementation of the cylinder recirculation uh, program next month. I know that the LPG marketers have raised some concerns and you wrote to the MP about it. Um, have you received Why do you discriminate on the thing? Public transportation is, is the same thing. To the extent that we're encouraging 
are not interested in schooling them and the kind of things they say to them you know it is in a manner that can lead to the outcomes that we are looking at but more importantly we need to ensure that the media and what we've been talking about the whole of society approach should be should give a given meaning to ensure that everybody participates in it government rules out if you see something say something that is not enough what should you see to say something we need to broaden the education and awareness creation to all parts of the country every single individual in this space matters in terms of understanding what it is that we're dealing with mm. to ensure that we build resilience against terrorism. And we'll be having this conversation again, uh, trust me, Mukta. Uh, it's a very uh, serious national matter that you're pointing out, but grateful uh, for spending some time uh, with us here on the Pulse Wall. Uh, still on security, Interior Minister Ambrose Derry says uh, the police service uh, and that the co-founder government uh, has been transformed into a more professional outfit uh, fit for purpose in a multi-party democracy. He says not only has the service uh, made the right to demonstrate uh, by the citizenry a real uh, situation, but also uh, made it uh, so to protect the rights of citizens, uh, citing an incident in the recent Occupy Jalopy House demonstration where 15 police officers uh, detailed uh, for the demonstrations were injured. Police did not abandon their professional roles to retaliate. Ohimintelia has been following up on the story and our report. Now I can tell you that just as I acknowledge, the police have expanded their area of operation. Now I can tell you that just as I acknowledge, the police have expanded their area of operation. In the past years. And this is so entrenched that it makes sense that if you are introducing a new one, you go at it slowly so you don't disorient the consumer, so you don't create any system for the, any strategy for the consumer in, 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 in your attempt to introduce the new one. And we have, we have been at the table with them, and we believe at the end of the day, uh, good reason will prevail, and then we cannot transition over a certain period. And we are going to make sure that we continue to work together to make this police service more professional and more... In the 10-point recommendation called for the payment of compensation to be reaped and affected families. It also called for structural expansion of the drug police station and increase in personnel. I took board decision. Three years after the incident, Edrahini Berma Osei Hedia II led the traditional authorities and mobilized residents to initiate construction of a divisional police headquarters at the cost of 1.8 million Ghana cities. This, according to the Adrahini, is to solve the area's security concerns. The committee, after weeks of investigations, made 10 recommendations. The 10 recommendations was called for expansion of Adra police station and an increase in personnel. While the government made strenuous efforts for decision, to lead my elders to mobilize resources to help provide requisite infrastructure that will facilitate increase of British presence in town. From Ejra, my name is Ohim Interior for joining us. 
And you're still with us here on The Pulse. Only join you, Channel. Uh, when we get back, we'll talk about the final funeral rites for the late uh, Queen Mother of the Ghana State. Uh, she's been laid to rest. Uh, there are some changes, significant ones, happening today. We'll tell you all about it when we get back. Please stay. This October 20th to 11th of November. The African Football League. Who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money? Catch all the games streaming at www.aflafrica and on FIFA Plus. The African Football League. Our game. Our home. Now let's shine together. Psalm 100, verses 1 to 2. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Get ready for an electrifying Adon Praise 2023 Choirs Edition. Imagine choirs of prominent churches in worship and praise sessions on a Sunday. Yes, you had me right. Sunday, 29th October 2023 at the Perez Dome, Jomulu, after church at 4 p.m. Theme, Harmony of Faith, Voices United in Praise. Come experience the awe-inspiring beauty of multiple voices united in worship and praise delivering soul-stirring classics from the following class Cedar Mountain Choir featuring Joe Metal The New Song featuring PSA Esther Multimedia Choir featuring Kofi Pepra Destiny Songs featuring F.A. Grace CT Praise featuring Reverend Edwin Datsin Voices of Triumph featuring Reverend Ifreko Chamien Royal House Chapel Joint Choir featuring Emoji Perez Chapel Choir Perez Chapel International Bethel Revival Choir, Global Evangelical Ministry, Team Eternity, Harmonious Choral. Tickets are going on sale for 70 Ghana CD standard by the short code star 714 star 003 star 3 hash. Limited tickets available at participating churches, Joy FM, Airport Shell, and the Perez Chapel Bookshop. Hashtag Adon Praise Choirs Edition. Mark the date, Sunday, 29th October 2023 at Perez Dome, Jolu at 4 p.m. It's going to be godly awesome. The Adon Praise 2023 Choirs Edition is sponsored by Smith Seed, Sun and Romans Drive, Ayawadachi, Fano Personal, Angel Cola, The Enjoyment Cola, Franco Trading Enterprise, Phone, Accessories and Air Condition, Papa Perfume, Access Bank, More Than Banking, Evermilk, Taste is Believing, 3P Garlic Mixture, and your Naturally Organic, Pilot Tablet and Ointment from Kelman Pharmaceuticals Limited, Pals, Coco, Last Stop, Escort Security Services, Think Security, Choose Escort Security Services. Happy Delight. Share the happiness. Kivo Pepe. Melquadumonline.com. Joy FM. Joy News. Joy Prime. MyJoyOnline.com. Precious TV. Sweet Melodies FM. Sunny FM. Footprint TV. And Christocentric Station. Adum Praise. Yeah, Every day, people have money in agencies. Mom, I need my school fees. Emergency. Mom, it's your money. Emergency. 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 Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, Charlie. 
And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. Well, today you can expect lots of cloud cover with 0% chance of raining on your parade because you'll be riding your motorcycle vroom vroom. That rumbling low-pressure system beneath you should give way to a relaxing commute and the sudden urge to take the scenic route everywhere you go because, dang nabbit, you're having fun out there. That's your forecast back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Under the auspices of the Munich Re Foundation and the Microinsurance Network, the National Insurance Commission, in collaboration with the Ghana Insurance Association, and are hosting the International Conference on Inclusive... And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. And today's forecast, expect a steady breeze with a 100% chance of twisting down those country back roads gleefully on your motorcycle. Some will want you, others will want to be you, and animals everywhere will yearn for opposable thumbs just to work that throttle like you do. Oh, <laughs> nature's cruel design. That's your forecast, back to you. This has been a special... If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day is a beautiful day to ride with 24-7 roadside assistance from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. Insurance. It's official. The 19th International Conference on Inclusive Insurance is coming to Accra, Ghana from October 23rd to 27th, 2023. Over 400 experts from 50 countries will discuss ways of accelerating the growth and economic viability of inclusive insurance for emerging markets. Welcome to Accra, Ghana, an unforgettable experience of warmth, unique culinary delicacies, vibrantly colorful people with great strength and character. Welcome to Beguiling Ghana. We are calling all distinguished alumni, cherished friends, and well-wishers of the University of Professional Studies Accra, UPSA, to join us as we climax the 58th anniversary of UPSA with a fundraising gala and awards ceremony. The date is Friday, November 3rd, 2023, at the iconic UPSA Auditorium with our guest of honor, Dr. K.K. Sapon, Chancellor of UPSA. Our fundraising gala is not just an event, it's a dynamic opportunity to contribute to the establishment of an endowment fund and the construction of an ultra-modern police station for the UPSA community, as well as rekindling old friendships on campus, networking with business leaders, and getting recognized for your charitable contributions. For tickets and donations, simply dial star 771, star 10 hush, and enter the UPSA code 1850. UPSA Scholarship with Professionalism. Professionalism. Authority doing together with the other government agencies to deal with this challenge. I think we um, can only facilitate 
we talk to the banks, we... we is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4 million prize money. Catch all the games, streaming at www.aflafrica. Former Agric Minister Efriye Akuto, who will lead the MPP into the future. Joy News brings you the most comprehensive coverage of the NPP presidential primaries. We build up with our special political desk series, Fear Delegates, demystifying the concept of a delegate and giving you an intimate look at the real faces behind the term. Join Joy News for the insightful election eve analysis where our team of data and political analysts break down the intricate issues and voting trends. We will also bring you our mini documentaries telling the stories of each of the aspirants. Be part of the moment. Be part of the decision. This November 4, stay informed, stay with Joy News, your election headquarters. And the term fear delegates, uh, just as you've seen there, has become a popular statement during internal party elections in Ghana. It is believed that delegates are influenced in several ways in their uh, voting decision, leading to the disappointment of some candidates. In today's episode of the Fear Delegates series, Nana Bwachidanka Yadom interacts with some delegates in the Ichima Nwabija North constituency of the Ashanti region ahead of the NPP's presidential primaries. I will not say fear delegates, fear human beings. Because the delegates haven't come from a different planet. Their delegates are all human beings. Some are even my relatives. For all you know, you, even the interviewer, you are also a delegate. So I could also be afraid of you. November 4th, delegates across the country will be going to their various polling stations to elect a flag bearer for the new patriotic party going into the 2024 general elections. But let's get interactive with some of these delegates from the Akimanwabeja North constituency. Fear delegates, they say, but is that still the case? Openi, Sir John say fear delegates, or can you marry Chemo? Yes, somebody told me to say. And I said, you Papa, we, 
Papa, so once one for sad now to Trimudia, and in Musabia now, I won't swim. I would not swear a crack upon some delegate for you, sir. Delegate at Abonsam. But boss, but also so you too say, I was here fear delegate, Ampa. Oh, I no crack, I no crack. Nemo, sir, any panel swing who say Ampa. Na nin sama or cano, sir, it be our bar into the future. Joy News brings you the most comprehensive coverage of the NPP presidential primaries. We build up with our special political desk series, Fear Delegates, demystifying the concept of a delegate and giving you an intimate look at the real faces behind the term. Join Joy News for the insightful election eve analysis where our team of data and political analysts break down the intricate issues and voting trends. We will also bring you our mini documentaries telling the stories of each of the aspirants. Be part of the moment. Be part of the decision. This November 4, stay informed. Stay with Joy News, your election headquarters. And the term fear delegates, uh, just as you've seen there, has become a popular statement during internal party elections in Ghana. It is believed that delegates are influenced in several ways in their uh, voting decision, leading to the disappointment of some candidates. In today's episode of the Fear Delegates series, Nana Bwachidanka Yadom interacts with some delegates in the Ichima Nwabija North constituency of the Ashanti region ahead of the NPP's presidential primaries. I will not say fear delegates, fear human beings. Because the delegates haven't come from a different planet. Their delegates are all human beings. Some are even my relatives. For all you know, you, even the interviewer, you are also a delegate. So I could also be afraid of you. So come November 4th, the delegates across the country will be going to their various polling stations to elect a flag bearer for the new patriotic party going into the 2024 general elections. But let's get interactive with some of these delegates from the Achiman Wabeja North constituency. Fear delegates, they say, but is that still the case? Openi, Sir John say fear delegates. O can imre chemo. Edasu ye juma. Yeah, somebody told me to do. Me say, Omo ambaya was ambaya yo 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 yo. And I say, you want to see me be be eco families? Now delegates for you need to chi. Ebi ebi ako tonona. Papa, <laughs> 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 
Because now joining me is the director of Africa Coconut Group, Kweku Boateng, on this. And of course, tell us more about the upcoming International Coconut Festival. Kweku um, Boateng, thank you so much for joining us in studio here on the marketplace. First off, let me understand why it is important for us to um, appreciate or celebrate International Coconut Day. Well, thank you very much for having me. And um, first of all, a good afternoon to your viewers. You know, coconut has been a sleeping giant for long. Mm. Uh, many a time, people talk about the enormous benefits of coconut, but it only exists in the bush. So the point was, how do we tell the coconut story to the people to know the enormous benefits of coconut, and then for them to understand that it is not just drinking the water and eating the meat. Everything about coconut is money, is job creation, and it is what? Bringing in foreign earnings. Mm -hmm. The only platform was to bring all industry players together to showcase what the industry, Ghanaian coconut industry, is about to the world, mm -hmm. to put Ghana on that level, and to cause it to make deliberate investment into the sector, which will drive exports and rake in more foreign earnings, create jobs, especially for the taming youth and women. All right. So tell me about the economic impact of coconut here in Ghana. Great. The coconut sector mm -hmm. is made of five value chains. Okay. We have the production stage, which talks about the producers. The producers talks about the nursery operators and the farmers. Mm -hmm. That is job creation. We come to processes. We come to exporters. We come to aggregators and even vendors. Mm -hmm. Currently... 
of the Ghanaian population are engaged. Hey, anxiously anticipating the forthcoming November delegates conference in today's tax day is coming oh no but if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Closely anticipating the forthcoming November delegates conference in today's and on and on. Coconut can be found in every aspect of our industry. The pharmaceutical industry, the um, automobile industry, the fashion industry, food and beverage industry. Mm-hmm. We're talking about climate change and all. One climate resilient crop and one crop which has a long lifespan for carbon sequestration delegate uh, from the Lejakoko constituency uh, will explore his views and also experiences as he prepares to cast his crucial vote at the upcoming Lejakoko constituency. Uh, will explore his views and also experiences as he prepares to cast his crucial vote at the upcoming. Recently, the World Trade Organization released a report where they mentioned that access to finance is a major challenge hindering not a showdown internally following the super delegates conference numerous developments have unfolded the most notable amongst them is alan chamantin's decision to part ways with the party that is the first person as a delegate i'll look at you can be in the political party from 92 from 90 whatever but we are going to look at your loyalty, your service to the party, and now how you are going to deal with delegates, your message to delegates, what we delegates are also going to benefit in the party. Among the four remaining candidates vying to lead the MPP in the 2024 elections, Stephen has firmly made up his mind. I believe in two candidates, that when they come, the constituency level, I believe in Dr. Bernardo Coboy leading the constituency, sorry, the party here again to capture the seat back for us. And it's a fact. Wherever you go, everyone is calling for him. For the presidential, I can tell boldly that Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is ready because now politics is based on science and data. His decision is unwavering and not even a financial incentive will sway his determination. But for you, let me ask you personally, Stephen, will money change your mind or help you make a decision at all no no money cannot change my mind when you bring the money i'll take it when i bring me money like steven take this money if you are giving me the money to go and vote for you i'll let you know that no i'm not going to vote for you because i've already decided but if you are giving money because i'm a party member you feel like i should take something that's when i'll, I'll, I'll welcome it so i'm sure you've heard this before fear delegate fear delegate fear de- you're a delegate should we be afraid of you i mean should they be afraid of you yes they need to be afraid of delegates because uh get fear delegate fear de- you're a delegate should we be afraid of you i mean should they be afraid of you yes they need to be afraid of delegates because uh selects premium package better hearing doesn't happen in a doctor's office it happens at home all done remotely from initial testing to adjustments how are they sounding now fantastic you get the same advanced hearing aid technology and professional support you expect from a clinic at a fraction of the cost and if you have any issues we'll make adjustments seven days a week no charge oh you people are wonderful 
Our premium package includes hearing aids, three years of follow-up care, plus a three-year warranty with loss and damage coverage, and a 100-day money-back guarantee. I hear better than I ever thought possible. And now, for a limited time, save $100 when you order Jabra Enhanced Select Hearing Aids with promo code PODCAST. Go to... That's the word. Oh, you what do you see, but once you turn, another person comes in with a different story. So you need to fear the delegate because in front of you, he's not going to tell you boldly that, oh, met one man with shot. All is set for the final funeral rites and burial of the Queen of the Ga State. We've been speaking to a member um, of the funeral planning committee, Mi Kwao Donko II, and he tells us that you're expecting dignitaries from all over the world. He says, um, President Kufuado, the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoudou Baumia, and the Asantehene are all expected to be in attendance um, tomorrow. There has been a lot of firing of musketry here, but many of the people waiting patiently for the vigil that will take place here later um, today. We are told there will be a private burial ceremony tomorrow. We can now hear from the member of the funeral planning committee, Nikwa Odonko II. Uh, we have started preparations for the funeral since long, for about three months now. Today we are having a vigil. There will be an interdominational church service for our Queen Mother. After that, tomorrow we shall have a funeral celebration for our Queen Mother. After the celebration on Sunday, we shall go to a church service on at John Atamel's Highway, that is the former high street, Holy Trinity Cathedral. From there, from 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock, from there, we shall move back to the traditional council, have small reception, and then we break off. We, 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 we have uh, gone as far as to the north. The president has been here. We expect the president to come, the vice president, and some of the dignities, the ministers, parliament, parliamentarians, and other important personalities we are expecting. Even uh, Akwamu Nini was here the other time. We expect a lot of chiefs. Yana, his representatives have come here, and Yana himself has promised coming here. Uh, Ashantehini has also promised coming. So he's, he, he's, one of his chiefs has also come and signed a book of condolence some weeks ago. So we expect him to come tonight and tomorrow he will be with us on the funeral grounds. Um, there's a suspension of commercial activities tomorrow in Accra. Yes. Bonifai, is it the whole of the greater? It's the whole of greater Accra region. The Queen Mother is for greater Accra. It's for greater Accra region. It's Accra Queen Mother. So it's the whole greater Accra. So so what's supposed to happen? Shops are not supposed to open? Shops are not supposed to open, but those selling pharmaceuticals may open. Money vendors too may open. Banks will open. And those selling uh, petty items, say, uh, kenke with chinam on table, those selling table items, that is small retailers who are selling food for passerbys to buy and eat. But big shops are not opening. In the greenhouses outside Ghana, from Togo, even some of the people are here already. 
Ifo, Benin, Abidjan, and Nigeria. Usual um, beehive of activity that is present here on this stretch, which leads all the way to the central business district, is completely um, absent today. The gridlock that is usually um, on the stretch is not there as many people have deserted the central business um, district. The capital, as you already know, is getting ready for the final funeral rite of the late great mother of the gas state. The Ghana Traditional Council, although um, suspended commercial activities and the closure of all shops within the central business district on Saturday, uh, business owners here in the central business district tell me that they are already recording low sales. Um, some Okada riders I've been speaking to say they have been heavily affected. The business, the, the business come down small because of the funeral. Because sometimes like this time, even that days, by this time we go feel quick small, but now the business come down because of the funeral. We, we do nothing, we do nothing, we just stand see. Nobody is inside. They are just standing. All the stores have closed since yesterday to today. Nobody have opened. The queen of the Ghana state died in December 2022. The funeral planning committee has announced uh, that there will be an interdenominational church service um, tomorrow before um, her remains will be paraded through the principal streets um, of Accra. That will be followed by a private um, burial. But here in the central business district today, um, these headquarters on a regular day will be busy carrying the worst of their clients from one point to the other. But today, they are idle. <laughs> A lot of the public buildings here in the central business district have all been um, draped in this red and black colors commiserated um, with the Ga state. Many of them um, are closed, although um, the suspension of commercial activities takes effect from tomorrow. Many of them um, are closed, although um, the suspension of commercial activities takes effect from tomorrow. Many of them um, are... So why should you give somebody a blanket uh, relaxation or blanket to check? So that's where, for me, I find that uh, it's wrong. Parliament should have given them less than a year. Then the following year, they ask whether we need to put it back or perhaps a lower rate. And she's been telling me about how uh, this has some way, somehow, affected business here in the central business district. Today, town is dark. Ensemble and the girls we call it the Obonu Ensemble. 
it's a real composition that has been composed so many, many, many years ago. And we kept coming and we kept learning fishing that has been composed so many, many, many years ago. And we kept coming and we kept learning. Can aid in bringing efficiency. So the connection is there. So an appreciation of, of the value, the utility of technology for me is critical for the leaders that we have. Because if I said, as, as I said yesterday, if you have a leader who himself or herself is congenital ignoramus, he doesn't see anything good about technology you are introducing. But he sees the technology as a threat to his or her survival at the workplace. It's dangerous. And I'm happy you people are, you know, taking this seriously. So colleagues, a digital mindset is a holistic approach that covers the following key aspects. Adaptability, and I, I saw some of them here. Continuous learning, very important. Data-driven decisions. And I have argued that if you are going to formulate public policies based on guesswork, one conclusion is certain. Implementation nightmares. You can guarantee that. So we want decisions that are data-driven, evidence-based, and that, for me, will be actually be properly you know, positioned to address the problems of society. Communications Minister Esla Owusu also stressed. And we are trying to follow the original composition. So that's what we have been doing. Okay. 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 So this is an original composition that just played. Yeah. So it's uniform. It's not just like... 2002, when a famous Paul Azue of Opokuwari School led the Akatechees to lift their second NSMQ trophy. The school beat Presbyterian Boys Secondary School in the semi-finals to face off St. Peter's SHS at the grand finale and clinch the trophy. After the ecstasy that greeted the four walls of the school over 20 years ago, it's test for yet another momentous day. The school, after their four finals, which saw them win two trophies, has made five final appearances. But in all of these appearances, they've had the trophy slip through their hands. The school made their last final appearance in 2020, but lost to Prisek Legon. Assistant headmaster of the school, Akusio Drobwatin, shared his experience after the painful defeat. I had just joined the staff. So when I came, I got to know that they have gone to, I mean, they have qualified to the final. So I was all out praying that at least that year, Okukura School could win so that at least they would also move up the ladder of those, the winners. And so I sat behind the television watching the boys uh, in those, the winners. And so I sat behind the television watching the boys uh, Sunday again, so I had to move away from the room. I had not eaten by then, but when they finished the, con the whole contest, I came back and still so happy. They brought the drums out, we jama everything deep in the night. We were so happy. Owas, after missing the trophy in 2020, landed their ninth final appearance this year after ousting their all-time foe, Premper College and Pope John Minor Seminary and SHS. How clear the beat frequency and the frequency of the notes produced. Taking their ninth bout at the grand finale, the 2023 team of Opokowari School, who hold the record of introducing a form once to make a historic win. 
I took over in. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 2019 as a coordinator, but I've been following the team and it's, it's so painful. I remember eight months' time, we thought we have we, we've lifted the trophy already, but uh, unfortunately, it slipped and I just go to it. And 2020, uh, when we sent the Form 2 boy together with um, a Form 2, Form 3. We thought that that one should be we were going to leave the trophy, but uh, Preset took it from us at the finals, and um, it, it has not been easy. It has not. It's, it's so painful, and people usually talk as if was is not good at all. But going to semi-finals and finals, it's not easy at all for a school to be going to because since since I took over with my team, our list is semi-finals. Since 2020, that's the least semi-finals. And uh, when you get there, last year we thought that we were going to take the trophy because uh, we tested. And uh, when you get there, last year we thought that we were going to take the trophy because uh, we tested. Actually, those who have received their lump sum, they've put the money into the bonds. And it was one way or the other to give them consistent return on the amount they have invested. Unfortunately for them, they, they found themselves in... When we met at this school at the semi-finals, they kicked us off. It was so painful. We all saw what happened. Uh, our star boy, Tikuni, getting five through or four. So if you are able to compete with 18-year-olds and you're a 16-year-old, then I think it's by grace, it's the grace of God. And I missed the electrifying bass of academic competition uh, where passion meets perseverance uh, stands Presec Legon, a powerhouse echoing with the uh, resounding uh, chant, our living God is faithful and great, uh, with seven uh, glittering trophies uh, adorning their legacy. The seven-time champion is on the brink of uh, urging their name in the history once more. My colleague Jacqueline and Samaya has the rest. You can guarantee that. So we want decisions that are data-driven, evidence-based, and that, for me, will be actually be properly you know, positioned to address the problems of society. Communications Minister Esla Owusu also stressed. And we are trying to follow the original competition. So that's what we have been doing. Okay, okay, okay. So this is an original competition that is Yeah. So it's uniform. It's not just like... 2002, when the famous Paul Azue of Opokuwari School led the Akatechees to lift their second NSMQ trophy. The school beat Presbyterian Boys Secondary School in the semi-finals to face off St. Peter's SHS at the grand finale and clinch the trophy. After the ecstasy that greeted the four walls of the school over 20 years ago, it's test for yet another momentous day.
The school, after their four finals, which saw them win two trophies, has made five final appearances. But in all of these appearances, they've had the trophy slip through their hands. The school made their last final appearance in 2020, but lost to Prisek Legon. Assistant headmaster of the school, Akusio Drobwatin, shared his experience after the painful defeat. I had just joined the staff. So when I came, I got to know that they have gone to, I mean, they have qualified to the final. So I was all out praying that at least that year, Okukura School could win so that at least they would also move up the ladder of those, the winners. And so I sat behind the television watching the boys uh, in those, the winners. And so I sat behind the television watching the boys uh, stand it again so I had to move away from the room I had not eaten by then but when they finished the, the whole contest I came back and still so happy they brought the drums out with jama, everything deep in the night we were so happy Owas, after missing the trophy in 2020, landed their ninth final appearance this year after ousting their all-time foe, Premper College and Pope John Minor Seminary and SHS. How great the beat frequency and the frequency of the notes produced. Taking their ninth bout at the grand finale, the 2023 team of Opokowari School, who hold the record of introducing a foam monster to make a historic win. I took over in 2019 as a coordinator, but I've been following the team and it's, it's so painful. I remember eight months time, we thought we have we, we've lifted the trophy already, but uh, unfortunately it slipped and I just go to it. And 2020, uh, when we sent the Form 2 boy together with um, a Form 2 Form 3, we thought that that one should be we were going to leave the trophy, but uh, Preset took it from us at the finals. And um, it, it has not been easy. It has not, it's, it's so painful. And people usually talk as if was is not good at all. But going to semi-finals and finals, it's not easy at all for a school to be going to be. Well, since, since I took over with my team, our list is semi-finals since 2020 that's the least semi-finals and uh, when you get there last year we thought that we were going to take the trophy because uh, we tested and uh, when you get there last year we thought that we were going to take the trophy because uh, we tested actually those who have received their lump sum they've put the money into the bonds and it was one way or the other to give them consistent return on the amount they have invested. Unfortunately for them, they, they found themselves in... When we met at this school at the semi-finals, they kicked us off. It was so painful. We all saw what happened. Uh, our star boy, Tikuni, getting five through or four. So if you are able to compete with 18-year-olds and you're a 16-year-old, then I think it's by grace, it's the grace of God. 
And amidst the electrifying buzz of academic competition, uh, where passion meets perseverance, uh, stands Prasek Legon, a powerhouse echoing with the uh, resounding uh, chant, uh, Living God is Faithful and Great, uh, with seven uh, glittering trophies uh, adorning their legacy. The seven-time champion is on the brink of uh, urging their name in the history once more. My colleague Jacqueline Ansamayabwa has the rest of the story. So I'll give you one. It was there, but it just wasn't coming out right. It was there, but it just wasn't coming out right. Women is paying the coupons, and then the maturity date on the principles that they have invested. Uh, I don't see the reason why, if I'm getting that amount, and there is some kind of... Mark, one, two, three, four, up to ten. So you have ten pieces of paper, right? They are marked one, two, three, straight up to ten. Eric Battles, Presbyterian Boys Secondary School's tale is woven with threads of triumph. The years 1995, 2003 and 2008 witnessed fierce showdown with perennial rivals Opokuwari School at the finals. And in those battles, Opokuwari met defeat, a testament to Prasad Legon's indomitable spirit. Other glorious chapters were written in 2006, 2009, 2020, and 2022, where Prosec Legon's brilliance shone brighter than ever, illuminating their path to victory. Pain. X is 2, and Y is 13 over 4. Again. S is 1, Y is 2. That is correct. Since an invisible titan that secured a seat at the grand finale for five consecutive years. Each year, a testament to their resilience and unwavering determination. Their journey this year started at the 1A stage, where they swiftly eliminated contenders like Konongo Dumase and Kumase Wesley Girls. Advancing to the quarterfinals, they faced their eternal rivals, Accra Academy, and the formidable Ghana Secondary Technical School. With an impressive run from the Blao boys, Presec secured their spot at the semi-finals, clashing with Infantapim and Keta SHTS in a battle of wits and knowledge. The stage is now set, and as anticipation reaches a peak, the question lingers in the air. Will Presec Legon live up to his mantra? <laughs> Well, you're still in that season of the National Science and Masquerade, and I'm currently right here with the Odadias, I mean the contestants for Prosec Legon. Um, f- before we continue, let me let them introduce themselves. Can you tell us your name? Okay, I'm Samuel Lechamp, and Benedict Party Doty. Okay, and what about you? Selina Moti. Okay, all right. Um, the journey has been a very long one. You guys started off as a seeded school. How has the journey been? Let me start with you, Samuel. Well, I'll say it's been a very exciting one, even though all of our contests haven't been very straightforward. And I think the one eighth contest so far has been the clearest one for us when we knew 
and from the scores that we were going to win. How, how clear, how clear was it that you saw the scores? Okay, so we are definitely going to triumph over these schools. Um, I wouldn't say it that way, but it wasn't as tight a contest as the quarterfinal. And then, what schools did you meet in that um, stage? We met Konongo Dumasi and then Kumasi Wesley Girls. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you, you beat them real hard. But how did you feel afterwards? But before that, how were you feeling and after that? Well, before the contest, we just had this good feeling that God was going to take us through. And indeed, he did. And I guess after the contest, um, some parts didn't go well. So even though we're happy we had made it through and then become seated once again, we knew there was still more work to be done. Well, that's all we have for you in this package of the polls. I'm blessed to log on to myjoronline.com. More stories there for you. Thanks for your time. Smile, hmm? Look lively, okay? Smile, smile. Is the money too small? A bad stomach ruins your day. Don't let it. Take Gastrone, your most effective antacid, for the relief of symptoms of peptic ulcer, heartburn, gas pain, flatulence, and indigestion. Hey guys, what are you waiting for? Let's go, let's go. Mwah. Can you bring down the smiles more? <laughs> Gastro, effective relief. What are you waiting for? Let's go, let's go. Mwah. Can you bring down the smiles more? <laughs> Gastro, effective relief. Uh, different in Ghana compared to other countries. Globally, women are known to earn less than men. But the concern should be the extent. Uh, so we are talking about 34% mm. and what might have accounted for that difference. Now we look at education. From the 20th to 11th of November, the African Football League. Who is going to be crowned Africa's champion of champions and take the lion's share of the 14.4? Why? Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty, seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Three former champions, each with a unique claim to fame. One on a mission to prove our God is great. The other yearns for a victory to end its 19-year trophy drought. And the third, eager to win the title again after 21 years. It's the grand finale of the 2023 National Science and Mass Quiz, where knowledge takes center stage and champions are crowned. Seven-time champion Presek Legon takes on two-time winners at Chimota School and Opokuwari School. Who wins the coveted trophy? 
and bragging rights as champions of the National Science and Mass Quiz. Catch the finals on TV, radio, and online. Date, Monday 30th October 2023. Build-up begins at 1 p.m. sharp. The National Science and Mass Quiz is produced by Primetime Limited, sponsored by the Ghana Education Service, in partnership with Goyal PLC, and supported by AT, Prudential Life Insurance Ghana, Pepsodent, Better Malt, Accra College of Medicine, Academic City University College, Coronation Insurance, Garnet, Cowbell, Bell Aqua, Newmont, GTP, and YFM. The broadcast of the National Science and Mass Quiz on Joy News and Joy Prime is supported by Vitamilk, NASCO, German Ozone Medical Center, Royal Foam, Jamal Soap, Heritage Christian College, Virtual Security Africa, Ace Medical Insurance, Chop Box Technologies, Syntex Tank, DBS, New Crystal Health Services, Invest... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Call Build Financial Technologies, Better Malt, Bright SHS Kukrantumi, and Family Health University College.
Right, so of course I've had the opportunity of interviewing great urban gospel musicians, and most of them are males, but for the first time today I get to interview a female. I don't know how she's managing it in the industry because I know it's not easy for them because people are now beginning to actually accept that genre of music. She's in the person of Bettina Bonsu. Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Showbiz. Hi, thank you. For uh, you're beautiful, you're different. Thank you so much. I think this is the urban side of it. <laughs> I think so too, yeah. But I mean, how are you? Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.